0: Number 104, Seva, or You Gotta Serve Somebody. I have too many quotes for this podcast episode. I'll see if I can work them all in. The first quote is from the Bengali poet, philosopher, author, composer, Rabindranath Tagore. Tagore won the Nobel Prize for Literature in, I believe, 1913. His work was brought to the West and championed by William Butler Yeats, which is fascinating because Yeats was always looking for evidence of the unseen. He was quite famous for going around and debunking various psychics and occultists in London, around the turn of the century and into the 20s and 30s, not because he wanted to debunk them, but because he was looking for something real. And evidently in the work of Tagore, he heard something real. Tagore says, I slept and dreamt that life was joy. I awoke and saw that life was service. I acted and behold... Service was joy. That's a fantastic argument for engaging in acts of service. And to give us perhaps even more reason to seek the use of service for our own personal benefit I'll read something that my friend Bird sent to me this morning. It's something from Dr. Chris Niebauer, a neuropsychologist. And he states, Eastern philosophy says there is no self, quote-unquote. Science agrees. And then he offers a quote from Wei Wu Wei. Why are you unhappy? Because 99.9% of everything you think and of everything you do, is for yourself, and there isn't one. Nibara continues, Western philosophy typically conceptualizes the self as a stable, controlling entity, comparable to a pilot, while Eastern philosophy, such as Buddhism, argues that the self is an illusion, a byproduct of our thought processes. Modern neuroscience provides evidence that aligns with the Eastern view, revealing that The left hemisphere of the brain constantly creates narratives to interpret reality, leading to a mistaken identification with these self-narratives. This false sense of self, which is often equated with the incessant internal dialogue, contributes significantly to human mental suffering. Save a is a sanskrit word that means selfless service or service to god in india and here in the u.s it's standard in most ashrams that members perform daily seva they all have their assignment working for the good of all performing tasks that may not be enjoyable in the usual sense of the word it's about setting aside personal preferences, to become aligned with a teacher, with a, a teaching or set of principles, with God. It's a way of stepping outside identification with the ego. We see it in churches and temples, in yoga studios, individuals performing work uh, which they're not being paid for and that is not for their own personal benefit. Alcoholics Anonymous, the concept of selfless service or working with others is the main principle underpinning the whole 12-step program. Having changed one's life using spiritual principles, one then offers to the newcomer uh, what they've learned themselves. They take calls when they don't want to take calls. They go to meetings they don't want to go to they travel long distances to show up and speak for others or to carry someone to a meeting who could really use one in my tradition of vedic meditation it's a time-honored practice to give service to one's teacher by helping set up or take down chairs and assisting at introductory talks i went down the road to becoming a meditation teacher myself simply by pitching in when I saw something that could make things easier for my own teacher, leaving him free to do the work that he knew how to do, counseling other students or teaching them meditation. I set up chairs, took down chairs, welcomed people to the talks, simply because it's what we do. It's 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 the way we can feel as if we're offering something to something greater than ourselves. And not this teacher, but what this teacher stands for. If If a teacher introduces me to a practice of meditation that in turn allows me to connect with my own experience of the divine within... By serving that teacher, I'm offering back to that divine within which I'm now in contact with and which I want to foster a connection to. Seva is a ubiquitous practice because it's one of the most direct ways to bypass our thoughts, opinions, feelings, and our personal desires and align ourselves directly with the flow of life that's always happening beneath the surface of what we think we are. Nature is always evolving itself. Consciousness is always evolving itself. By offering selflessly, without thought of return, we are behaving as nature behaves. We are behaving as consciousness behaves. Supporting another part of itself toward evolution or progressive change. Loving another part of itself in order to help it love itself. Uplifting another part of itself because it's the right thing to do. And because it makes every moment go better. We can always find something or someone to serve. In fact, we are always serving something or someone, though perhaps most of the time it's something small and of the ego. It's not because we're bad, but because we're not focused on or concerned with becoming aware of our motivations. Once we do become aware, it's almost ridiculously easy to choose to serve selflessly. And the payoff is the joy of knowing ourselves as what we truly are, which is consciousness itself, nature itself. What is nature itself? Existence, consciousness, bliss. Sat Chit Ananda. That's the truth of me. That's the truth of you. That's the truth of everything around us, everyone around us. It's the truth of the whole of life. It's one thing to say that it's a whole other level of life to experience ourselves as that. Meditation is one of the ways we do that and flowing as nature itself flows from this center here to this other center there. By insisting on being of service to something greater than myself, by being of service to my fellows and to that thing greater than myself through my fellows, this is how we experience that existence, consciousness, bliss, outside of meditation. We are, each of us, individual expressions of this one thing. And aligned with the flow of this one thing, we open ourselves to the joy of existence. The one other quote that I wasn't able to work in earlier, I'm just going to put in here because it fits. It's from the great poet Bob Dylan. You may be an ambassador to England or France. You may like to gamble. You might like to dance. You may be the heavyweight champion of the world. You might be a socialite with a long string of pearls. But you're going to have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed. You're going to have to serve somebody. Well, it may be the devil or it may be the Lord. But you're going to have to serve somebody. Today I will step outside the idea of trying to fulfill my individual needs and I will give of myself to another without expecting anything in return. I will ask the universe what it would have of me and I will keep my eyes open and my ears open to see and to hear where I might be of service. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.